0: Hey, everyone. Listen up real quick. Before we begin the show, I'd like to present my Be That Lawyer Challenge. If you've ever wondered how much more you could be making as an attorney, I challenge you to meet with me for 30 minutes to discuss your law firm. If I'm unable to identify ways to bring in more business for you, I'll pay your hourly rate for our time together. I'm just that confident. Go to fretson.com to accept this challenge and hope to meet you soon. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen.
0: Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. I hope you are having a lovely and wonderful day today. I am at the tail end of a very long Monday. And Matt has the benefit of catching me to see if I can keep my energy up, or am I going to go into a frets and uh, behavioral slump? We're going to find that out in just a moment. How you doing, Matt?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great.
0: Yeah, good to see you again. It's been, it's been a little while, but uh, super excited that you're here. For those of you who are hearing Be That Lawyer for the first time, we're on twice a week, uh, helping you to be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, and a skilled rainmaker my job is, well, there's the business of like what I do for lawyers, and there's my job on this show. The job on the show is to just try to continue to bring you great guests that have technology, ideas. They've got um, just a whole bunch of different tactical, actionable ways for you to grow and develop your law practice and live the best possible life. And uh, today's going to be a real inspiring one and and someone who's really made it in the legal tech space. And so I want to introduce you to Matt in a moment, but Matt, you gave me a quote, and it's not a famous quote. It's famous in that you say it, so we'll call that famous. It's not like from some philosopher or anything, but um, essentially what you said to me in your quote is, you could be the best lawyer in the world, but if you don't have good customer service, there's a very good chance your business is going to fail. And so I think, you know, talk talk to me about, first of all, welcome to the show. Second, talk to me about that quote and why you find yourself saying that over and over again.
1: Yeah, so I... I don't know exactly how I started saying that, but I definitely do because I feel if I ever do a podcast, if I ever do an interview, if I've ever had a talk, I'm always asked, I think before the end of it, hey, if you could give one parting wisdom, what what would be your one wisdom and look my my first comment there is I don't know that anybody should be taking any wisdom from me, but if you do <laughs> choose to if you choose to do so, I think it's a good one, and really it's it's to me it's designed to just get people to think a little differently. It's a bit hyperbolic, right? Uh, there are some really good lawyers in the world who don't have good customer service and they're very, very successful, right? And there are a lot of lawyers in the world who just hang their hat on the outcome. And that's very, very much okay. But the, this idea, I want lawyers to think about their law firm as more than just a law firm. I want them to think about it as a business. And it is a service business, just like any other service industry. And that means you need to have good customer service. You need to have a good bedside manner. You need to provide a good customer experience to your client because nowadays, I think it was different 20 years ago. But now you know, you go on Google and you search for a lawyer and you find the lawyer that you're looking for and if you and if that first person doesn't give you a good experience, you call the next person on Google, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and so you really have to excel if you're going to be
0: competitive
1: in certain, you know, certain practice areas.
0: Yeah. And you guys are uh, meeting Matt for the first time. It's Matt Spiegel. He's the CEO of Lawmatics, and I'm not only a fan because you're one of the sponsors for the show, uh, but also because I've been using Lawmatics for I think over three years now, and I have so many automations that save me time and and make me money and and make my business hum and provide that great service. I think if you talk to any of my clients, you know they would tell you they they get exceptional service from me and from the way that I run things. But Matt, you know, give us some background because you you've got a very Deep background in legal tech
1: I do so I, I you know i'm I'm still a lawyer i i carry my I keep my California bar card active that may be more so for my for my dad's sake I was going to say is that a
0: fallback plan
1: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but i did I, I you know I practiced for a while I was a criminal defense lawyer for five years. I practiced at a big law firm for four years and then I started my own law firm and it was when I started my own law firm, I won't bore everybody with the details of how, but effectively I started my case right so my case was a product that was born from my experience at a big law firm, and then my experience at my own law firm. Just you know, which purely was me. I had a, I had one salesperson, and I had a paralegal. I think actually having that salesperson ended up being key to what got me to where I'm at now. But yeah, I founded my case that was back in like 2010. Uh, I built that company. I sold it in 2012. I, rem- I kept building it until about mid 2015, and then I exited completely. So it really cut my teeth, got a lot of experience. You know, I think in a lot of ways helped, helped sort of alongside Jack at Clio and even Larry Port at Rocket Matter. We really helped pioneer this new cloud industry, right? Like, you know, bringing solo and small law firms into modern, modern tech world. And, and it was an amazing time. I enjoyed it. Spent a couple of years doing some non-legal tech related endeavors. And then decided at the end of 2017 that I really wanted to come back into legal. This concept of lead management, marketing automation, just providing these tools that other industries have had forever to lawyers was really, I think, about to, it was about to reach a tipping point. So in 2014, in my case, we had done a study and we had found out that lawyers were starting to think about things like lead management and marketing. But it wasn't top of mind just yet. But fast forward to 2017, and I think you know, what, what started as just a kernel of, a, of an idea was really becoming um, a tidal wave of a concept to law firms. And, and so we, we decided to build Lawmatics to be sort of the, you know, if lawyers know Salesforce, or if they know HubSpot, to be sort of that platform for lawyers, because nothing was really built for us when it came to like bi tools and 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 automation platforms and we need specific tools as lawyers
0: yeah and i think there's a disconnect between what lawyers have to have around practice management software and what they really need as it relates to automating the marketing automating the you know the way that they're doing intake the way that they're just handling their the day to day you know marketing of the business and i think they're very different things but they need to be done together
1: Mm-hmm. yeah that's right I mean and they are you know when you put them together you complete the entire journey right mm-hmm. but each phase of that journey is very different the intake phase the case phase and then the after the case is over their former client phase and you know all the platforms that have traditionally been built are really focused on that phase too you know what what do I need to do to serve my client keyword being client they've hired me right well primarily that means you need to you need to Track your time and bill them right that that's what you automatically think. Maybe you also think some document management and you know calendaring and and docketing, but generally speaking you you think of of only a couple of things, but then when you factor in everything that you really need to facilitate the intake process, the sales process i'm I'm not afraid to call it sales. That's oh my God,
0: wait a second. you're gonna hurt everybody's you know ears and all the dandelions and butterflies <laughs> out there, so.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like the, the sooner we can, you know, the first step is admitting we have a problem, right? <laughs> um, so we got to call it sales. That's what it is. And, and really the back end of it all, right? Which is so neglected that like you got to think about it. 75% of all business to law firms come from referrals, right? So that means that once the case is over, that relationship is critically important to the success of your business. And if you're doing nothing to nurture, facilitate, enhance that relationship with your client once the case is over you are leaving a ton of money on the table and just I mean, doing I, yourself a service
0: yeah i mean i would take it even further than that the 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 largest amount of money that i am able to find for lawyers in business development is that they're not leveraging low hanging fruit they're not leveraging their the lawyers that have referred them they're not leveraging their clients past and existing they're not doing that's where all the business is the fact that they can go out and network and meet strangers you know that's another way, but it's a lot harder and more time consuming than leveraging the people that already know you and like you and trust you in the sense of clients. So, but it's ne- to your point, so neglected and they don't have a proper way of staying in touch and staying in contact. And it really hurts them.
1: You're right. And you said the, you said a phrase that I like to use all the time, which is low hanging fruit. You know, your book of business that you're sitting on is a gold mine. Yeah. But like any gold mine, it needs to be mine. It's not just going to Come up to the you know to the surface without any effort, and you know like one of the things that we always tell people like in law mat- like we tell them in lawmatics, but really you don't have to, i mean you know you, you want to do it no matter what lawmatics makes it dead easy, but like you know you're sitting on let's say you've got two thousand clients that you've helped over the last ten years, whatever right, and you want to send them an email on their birthday every year right this is like marketing 101 this is blocking and tackling, but I yeah. guarantee you that these lawyers you know the lawyers that are listening to us right now. Probably more than ninety percent of them don't do anything to their to their former clients on their birthday, and the reason why is a good one. They're like, "Well, how do I do that? I can't do that. What am I going to do? Call them all, or like and write? I've got I've got five thousand clients I've helped. I'm not going to send them all in a letter on their birthday. Well, you can do that with technology, right? You can make it very easy on yourself. You just have to you just have to think about it. You have to want to do it.
0: Yeah. And birthdays is is just one of, of many things. I mean, I know the automation that I'm using right now is so I've got let's say 350 podcast episodes done, and that means I've probably met. You're a two timer. You've been on this. This is your second time. But there's most of the people that come on the show are from. Well, I've become friends and friendly, and I enjoy you know these folks. And and so how am I you know using technology to stay in touch? I'm not going to remember 300 people. That I should reach out to them to say, "Hey, what's going on?" or should we get back together? And you know, clients and and, and strategic partners and developing new relationships—it's uh, just so hard to to keep it all together. And I think that's where the automations really are necessary.
1: Yep, they are. Um, I mean, you know, it's it, the automations allow you to just do the. Well, I won't even say the work of of a lot of people because the fact of the matter is, even if we had a lot of people, it's still almost impossible to do. The kind of outreach and the the consistent communication and engagement that you would need to do if if you you know if you want to be successful without i mean you got to have automations for it you know I don't really see any other way around it um but yeah there's a ton of other things that like, you know birthdays like we said is just one of them you, know, you got newsletters you got i gotta tell you one of them like and this is where education helps with lawyers a drip campaign right like when you're when your case is over you should be putting your clients into a drip campaign. And most lawyers, you're probably listening to this and thinking, well, what's a drip campaign, right? Then drip campaign is just like, it's like a series of touch points, whether it's an email or phone call or something that is spread out over a fixed period of time. So let's say it's a year and it's drip because you just sort of drip a little bit to them every now and again, maybe an email after a month and then an email after three months and then a phone call after six months. And this is a cadence, right? But you can't do that without an automation. It's impossible.
0: No one, yeah, no one's gonna do that. No one's gonna keep track of that. And it's gonna become a real problem. The other thing that I've identified is that lawyers really have a hard time with with even hearing the word like sales. They hate CRM, which is which is client relationship management. That's what essentially that CRM stands for. And it's made its way a little bit into the legal space, maybe in the mid market, but it really needs it really has and needs to take a place in the solo small firm world that I don't know that it that it has, and that's what I think you're trying yeah. one of the things you're trying to solve,
1: yeah, and it hasn't yet now here's the issue with it, right The problem is that lawyers just don't know what a CRM is, and this is the core to it, right If you go ask a hundred lawyers what is a CRM, you will get a hundred varying answers, and effectively, almost every lawyer is using a CRM of some sort, right they may not even not they may not even know that it's a CRM and you know, it functioning as a CRM may function a little bit differently than how I would define a CRM. But at the end of the day, if it's like, you know, your phone, your iPhone, which has contacts in it, is a type of CRM, right? It can take a look at, you know, the last phone calls that you've had with a contact, and it can keep all this information about that contact. That's, in a lot of ways, a CRM. But, you know, the way I look at CRM in legal is pretty specific, right? To me, you know, like you said, client relationship management, it's about the entire relationship with that client and managing all aspects of that. That relationship starts the moment that they first reach out to you. It doesn't start the moment they hire you. It starts the moment they first reach out to your law firm. And that relationship never ends. Right? It doesn't end when their case is over. It never ends. That, that relationship is a lifetime relationship now. It, it ends. If you dissolve your law firm and then you're no longer practicing law, that's when you could, even still, I would argue it doesn't end, but that's a safe spot, right? Like if we really wanted to find it. But other than that, the relationship doesn't end. And so a tool to manage all aspects of that relationship is what a CRM is to me.
0: Yeah. Hey everybody, here's a fun fact for you. According to routers, the top three challenges preventing law firm growth are time lost to administrative tasks, winning new client business, and a spike in complexity of new technology. Another fun fact, Lawmatics solves all three, no contest. Here's our December special to get your first month free of Lawmatics. Just go to www.lawmatics.com one-month-free to get your free month. Thanks and enjoy. As you all know, finding amazing employees can be the toughest job for any law firm leader. You deserve to run the law firm you've always dreamed of, but you can't get there without a great team. At Get Staffed Up, they will help you by staffing your law firm with incredible full-time, offshore executive assistance, legal assistance, marketing assistance, and much more. The best part? They will find you a highly qualified English-speaking VA based in Latin America for only a fraction of the cost locally. At Fretson, we use Get Staffed Up for marketing person, and you know how good our marketing is. Learn more at getstaffedup.com slash be that lawyer.
1: Lawyers, there's an easy way to boost your law practice. Partner with Get Visible, the digital marketing agency that makes you stand out. Meet Sarah, an awesome lawyer, but a terrible marketer. Get Visible helped her build a powerful website and boost her online visibility. Now she ranks high on Google, gains clients through ads and engaging content. Tired of feeling insignificant?
0: Make it rain. Visit getvisible.com and stand out. And lawyers, I think they don't know what it is or why it's valuable. And then B, they I think part of the problem is, and this is this is my experience talking because I've been involved with CRMs for over 20 years and had my share of struggles. It's it's A that finding the right one that really fits for what what's going to work for them. And then how are they getting it customized and trained up and and using it in a way that's going to actually work? Because I think. They're afraid they're going to buy the software and then just not do what they need to do with it. So that's how do you, you know that's that's an important piece of it. So how do you guys work to you know, you talk about customer service, how are you guys working to help help integrate?
1: Yeah. So from our perspective, you know, we think the education and the onboarding with our platform in particular is critical to the whole experience. We understand that you as a lawyer, you are not expected to know how to go build a marketing drip campaign or how to go you know craft all these different you know automations and things that you uh, that that we're talking about today that are critical to the success of your business we get that so our goal is to help you right we do know about that we do have an, an immense amount of data that we can fall back on right having you know helping thousands of thousands of lawyers out there so we can provide a lot of best practices and a lot of help with how to build these things out and that's what we really focus on is trying to get things built for you and, you know, when you're, when you're trying to get into automating, very important that you take some time and approach it from a more mental standpoint, I think, than, than, than like a physical, just on the keyboard standpoint. You need to take a step back and think, okay, do I have a process right now? Like, what is my process for this? Like, what is my intake process? What happens when someone reaches out to me? Do I do the same thing every time for for every lead that comes in? Or do I do something a little different depending on the practice area? You have to write out the way that your firm functions, whether it's intake, whether it's case management, whether it's after the case is over, every aspect that that you're looking to potentially automate. You need to write out, do I have a process for it right now? If so, what is that process? And if I don't, what do I want that process to look like? What's important to me? You can't just go in there and just start trying to build automations. you will it will actually end up causing more harm than it does good,
0: yeah. I mean, knowing all the stages and just writing it. I mean, like what's the what's yeah. the um you know, the client's journey from beginning, you know through you know, you know through follow through after the after it's done? And that information not only improves customer service, but I think it also helps to you know, manage and measure what you are doing, what's working, what's not. And I think that's a good lead into the next question I have for you, which is really about uh, KPIs. And for those who don't know, KPI stands for key performance indicators. Another thing that lawyers tend to not look into or look at or understand. So can you kind of define that and then how CRMs and, and, and having systems can help with, understanding and measuring what's what's working and what what should be, you yeah. know, yeah, how, how this all improves business.
1: Yeah. So look, a good CRM is gonna, that's a core piece to a good CRM is reporting. And so we'll come back to that in a second. But I will say that, you know, you as a lawyer, right, listening in, like you, you are probably looking at some KPIs because KPIs can be, you know, any sort of metric. But my guess is that your KPI is revenue driven. So your KPI is probably, well, how many hours have I billed or how many hours have my lawyers or my paralegals billed? And, you know, whatever other KPI that's centered around time and billing, that's typically what you see. But those are KPIs, right? Those are definitely key performance indicators. But the way we look at it is you need to be able to ask any question of your data, right? And, and what I mean by that is like, you know, let's say you're out to lunch with a colleague from your law firm and you just start talking about like how we can grow our business or how we can, how we can do this, how we can do that. And all of a sudden you say like, man, I wonder what," and then insert line here, you know, man, I wonder like what, like how much money have we generated from, um, from that seminar that we did a month ago. Right. You're asking a question of your data. You should be able to answer all of those. And that to me are really is like custom reporting right? And from there, you can derive KPIs. We spoon feed our customers really important KPIs that we think are like, really take the pulse of your business. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you like three of them. So one is conversion rate, right? That's like a KPI that every business should be living and dying by. It's like, oh, you got this many leads, how many became clients? How let good me, are me, you at
0: I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. I asked that question and rarely do they ever have any data. It's usually a gut. How many, if you meet with 10 prospective clients, how many do you close? And they go, I don't know, maybe 50% or maybe eh." it's never, they don't ever have a real answer.
1: Yeah. And you need to know because you're going to start spending money on marketing. You're gonna start doing things to grow your business. You can't measure if they're working, if you don't know your KPIs. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the key to KPIs is that it gives you some account. it gives you accountability. It gives you insight into the things that you're going and and the efforts that you're doing to make sure that they're actually working. The other two that I will give you, which which we obsessed over as as a you know as a tech company, but as a law firm, it's no different because if these numbers are out of whack, then you are, you know quite literally your business is failing. And that is what's your cost per lead and what's your cost per client? How much money are you spending to get a lead, and how much money are you spending? To get a client, right? So if you spend $1,000 and you get, you know, a hundred leads and you're spending $10 for every lead that you get. And if out of that same $1,000 and those same hundred leads, right, you get 50 customers, right? Well, now you have, well, this is how much it costs to get a customer, right? It was $10 for a lead and it's $20 for a customer, right? Well, if your cost per customer is $1,000, but your average revenue per customer is $800, well, guess what? That business is upside down, right? You're failing, losing money on every customer you get. So you've got to know these metrics. And then you got to drill these KPIs down into, well, you just have to drill them down. You got to drill down into the different campaigns you're running. It's not, there's an overall number, but then you also have to get granular with how you look at it. Because if I'm spending money on Google and I'm also spending money on, on Bing, right? Well, they're not going to both perform the same. Well, I want to know what's my cost per lead on Google versus what's my cost per lead on Bing. Maybe Bing costs me a lot more per lead, but I get more clients from it. So the cost per, the cost per customer is lower. These are all things that you need to analyze.
0: Well, it's it's interesting. I flip it around a little bit on the business development front. You know, how many hours did you spend last year, this year, for example, on business development, networking, events, charities, conferences? How many leads did you get out of it? How many did you close? How much did you spend? And 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 all those questions are generally, you know, unanswered or they're just all ballpark because again, they don't have a CRM, they don't have the the data. But when we look at lost opportunity, we look at at time spent chasing after you know, leads that you think are going somewhere, but they're just giving you lip service. And, you know, how many times are you meeting with them? How many proposals you make? I mean, all these things have data points that lead back to inefficiency and where's all your time going. And as we know, Mm -hmm. time is money. So it's, Mm -hmm. if business development and marketing aren't that different, if we look, if we break down the numbers. Yep. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it's really interesting to, for lawyers to hear this, the potential solutions are having automations, really, like you know, getting into softwares that that where you can plug things in and then have it pump out reports. I mean, that's that's at the heart of it,
1: yep, it is. again, I think it's really the only way to achieve it at this point, right? You know the automations are a big piece because it saves you incredible time and it allows you to do things that you couldn't ordinarily do. But there's so you know it's you really have to have access to the data. You have to have the ability to slice and dice things the way that you want to. Custom reporting, things like that—that's just really important in any CRM.
0: Yeah. So, as I mentioned, I've been using LawMatics for about three years. The the top three things that I use it for: number one is it's enhanced my auto scheduler. So the whole, Mm -hmm. and I know there's Calendly and Acuity works with those to customize pages and specific types of appointments with specific, you know, with my website and everything else. The idea that I don't have to go back and forth is is saving me, you know, hours and hours every day, every week. Um, the second one that I absolutely love is the um the the automated documents. So I have all my contracts. I don't have a ton of do- contracts. I have maybe three or four, but they're oh. all automated. I, I just sent a little message, customize a little bit, sent them off. They come back. I've got the ACH done. I've got the signature. everything is locked and loaded. I'm taking no checks in anymore. Everything's been automated, and it's just like it couldn't be easier. And then the third thing is I think the home run and it's what you t- you kind of re- got to earlier, which is, the automations to follow up the fact that there's some people I want to get together with twice a year four times a year I want them to get an, a, an article I want them to get you know regular ongoing correspondence outside of my newsletter the newsletter everybody's getting that's like that doesn't you know have any particular settings I just everybody gets this you know newsletter podcast articles blah 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 but then there's the the the, the customized ones that are to look to an individual that actually looked like an email or come, come much closer than a newsletter. And I think that's really where a lot of people are missing the boat.
1: Yeah. And that's a big part of what we do. Like you kind of just hit on it. You know, for us, it was like we were building our email platform and, you know, allowing you to build these emails that merge all sorts of data in there. So, you know, it can feel pretty personal. One of the things we're like, you know, if you use certain other email marketing platforms, the email that you receive looks like it's was automated it may like seem like english but visually it looks like it's got a border it's got something that you can tell hmm this doesn't look like someone just sat down it was actually very important to us to create an experience that made it look like it was really just written by the by the lawyer by the individual yeah um, it was a very important aspect of of how we built our email marketing platform and then being able to to merge in data that is sort of natural language data right? So, you know, like you talked about calendaring, so, you know, someone books on your calendar, then you want to send them an email confirming saying, hey, we've got you booked. And most things would say, hey, we've got you booked for, and then it would say, you know, September 3rd, whatever. But we want you to say, hey, we've got you booked for next Tuesday at 1.30 PM. And so giving you the like different formats of merged data to seem much more natural language was really important for us.
0: Yeah, and it and it again. It just it streamlined everything for me. I I feel like I'm I've I've got a handle on it. My whole business has to be time management, organizationally focused because I'm teaching lawyers to be efficient with their time. If I'm not practicing what I preach, I you know, I don't want to be that hypocrite that that says do what I say not as I do. Um, totally. You know, we do that. We, you know, I want to mirror that for everybody. My teenager, I want him to see what I'm doing. I want my clients to know that I'm out. You know, marketing and prospecting in a similar way that I'd want them to really, really great. So as we wrap up, Matt, I want to, uh, I do want to give some props to Lawmatics and have you do just kind of share the details. And I think we have a 10% discount for, uh, people that go to lawmatics.com slash be that lawyer. So I want to share that deal right away. And I, you're not aware of that. You're looking at me like I'm insane. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, it makes sense to me. That sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, but I do love to do the uh, game-changing podcast. And this took you about a half a second to respond to me when I said, what's your podcast? You went real fast with All In. So yeah. tell, tell everybody about All In, the podcast. Yeah,
1: so All In is, and it's like one of the most popular podcasts out there. So I'm definitely not original, but, and it's, you know, it's kind of right up my alley. It's, you know, it's generally tech-minded, but it's, All In is is four guys. It's Jason Hapatia, David Sachs and David Friedberg and these guys are, are just like incredible very successful VCs and entrepreneurs i mean like very 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 successful and they will talk about anything current events uh, finance tech all of it and they are just exceptionally brilliant and they provide both sides of issues politically personally i mean all of it it's a really really phenomenal group it's phenomenal content and it's just, uh, I find it wildly entertaining and educational. Um, I, I couldn't recommend it more.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's interesting. I have like a dozen podcasts like lined up on my, on my thing and that isn't one of them. So I, it, it, it may be super popular. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's listening to it. I think we have oh. to get turned on and maybe I'm just a weirdo, but that, I mean, we have to get turned on to some things, um, that, that, you know, we hear from others. That's one of the reasons I asked the question. It's. I think I've mentioned this before. It's selfishly, so I know what's going on too.
1: Well, and then so that's like my like my go to. But then my my guilty pleasure. Okay, is um, uh, Bill Sin- uh, Bill Simmons the Ringer. He's got like a whole group of podcasts, and he's got one called the Rewatchables. And oh, I'm a I big movie guy. I love, yeah, I love movies. And the Rewatchables is they just spend like an hour and a half, and they take like an old movie that you could watch 200 times and they just dissect it and they go through like all these categories. It's super fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, well, very cool, Matt. If people want to get in touch with you or Lawmatics, they want to check it out and understand how we could help them. What are the best ways of them, you know, finding that out?
1: Yeah, so I always tell everybody, you know, going to our website is the best, is the best option. Um, yeah. www.lawmaddox.com. Super easy. You can get a demo. You can talk to us. But also, I always throw this out there. Email me my email is matt at lawmatics.com. I'm always happy to chat about anything. If you have a random question, just like you think that I'm, you know, maybe I would provide um, some insight or, or you know, maybe give you how not to do something, which could help you figure out how to do something. I'm happy to, happy to yeah. chat always. oh, so well, listen, to free you time.
0: got a direct, yeah, direct, a direct line to the top of the top of the pyramid, everybody. So right there, Um, obviously want to thank you for being a sponsor and, uh, and, and for collaborating with me and being, you know, helping my business, quite frankly, also have to take a moment to thank our other sponsors, of course, get staffed up, helping people to get those VAs, those full-time VAs in place. And everybody knows my marketing guy, Sergio, and how, what a great job he does to keep my marketing up. And I know a lot of other lawyers and law firms that use get staffed up and and talk about how great, um, it is to have a full-time VA. And of course, Get Visible, if you're looking for that digital you know, advantage and you're looking for, that's a good name, by the way, for, for marketing, a digital advantage. Enough. if you want to change your name uh, for Get Visible, guys. No, but uh, they do a great job. And uh, you know, go to fretson.com if you want to see some of their wonderful work. Um, uh, and of course, uh, just helping people get, get more leads and more business so that they can put things into your pipeline, Matt, with Lomatics. So we it just went full circle on that. Uh, but thanks again, man, for coming back on the show, sharing your wisdom, talking about KPIs, talking about automations. This is very important stuff for lawyers to get their act together to, again, be that lawyer, someone who's you know going to make it in this in this you know tough world.
1: Yeah, I can't thank you enough for having us, and um, we're very proud to be a sponsor. We we don't take that lightly, so we only do that with you know with with organizations that we think do a really good job. Like we're you know we're going to attach our name to so. So we appreciate everything you're doing and, and it's great to be on.
0: Appreciate yeah. it. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you and uh, and all that. And hey, everybody, this is just another opportunity for you guys to continue to learn how to improve your law practice uh, through automations and CRMs and and Lawmatics has it in spades. Uh, so check that out. And uh, again, trying every single week, twice a week to help you be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized and a skilled rainmaker. Take care, everybody. Be safe, be well. We'll talk again very soon.
1: Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Visit Steve's website, fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out today's show notes.